Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. You guys, you're on the right wavelength. We want to be tracking our intensity, exactly how running is feeling, but let's not use the heart rate zones yet, especially if you're just starting back into running, you haven't been running for a while, or you're new to it, okay? Let's pair it back to this. This one tool that you can use over and over and over again, and into the future, that will actually make things way more simplistic, easier to track, and relatable to exactly where you are in your journey. Okay, you ready? Let's do this. Welcome everyone to Run Girl Radio. I'm Holly Dickinson, founder of Excel Strength and Conditioning, where we coach and empower female runners just like you across the world, making you faster, more knowledgeable, and set for a lifetime of injury-free running. Each week, I will be bringing you impactful information, creative solutions, and juicy running tips to get you one stride closer to your highest running self knowing that when curious and strong women are equipped with on-topic information and innovative solutions, there is no stopping us. Consider me your personal running coach in your back pocket. So join me and get ready to bust down some barriers, laugh at some running real talk, and get excited and energized as we have some fun finding our way together through this wonderful world of running. Welcome, welcome back, ladies, to this episode, and we are going to tear down some misconceptions and overthinking. (laughs) Oh my goodness, there is so much distraction in running these days, from the wearables that we have, to the apps that we can track in, to the complexities of what it all even means when we're just trying to start out, or when we're getting back into things. So, what does it mean to have a heart rate zone. What does it mean to be working at a certain intensity? Well, I'm going to make it super simple for everybody and we're going to use what's called RPE, rating of perceived exertion. Now, has anyone heard of that? (laughs) Maybe, maybe not. Okay. We're taught it in our degrees. We're taught it in the world of personal training and strength coaching. And when we're working with sensitive populations too, with different chronic conditions that they're living through um, and living with, how are you feeling? How does this exertion feel? And I think it's so important to always come back to this. Come back to this and especially start with this if we are in a place of either restarting running in the new year or maybe you've had a little break or maybe it's been your, you know, a few rest weeks and you've actually pivoted to a completely different sport. Maybe you're coming in from an off season of something else or we're just at a different phase in our life and we're like, hey, I'm gonna pick up running. I'm gonna try it back on again. <laughs> Let's go. So RPE, rating of perceived exertion, um, also known as the Borg scale. And the most common one that's used is out of 10. So it's a rating of one out of 10, one being easy and 10 being like maximal, maximal. And I wanted to share with you what the runner's one sounds like. Now. You won't find this on the internet per se. Um, I'll post this so that it's on social media so that you can cite it basically, so that you can save it in your pocket for later. Um, But you can find 
what intensity feels right for you and appropriate for you through your training. Now, if you're starting back in, the first few weeks are going to feel so hard, especially if you're pushing um, a little bit out of the comfort zone as we get back into that cardio swing and, and things level off and start to feel easier than they did in week one. This is where RPE really does come in. If we start to use heart rate zones and training zones when we're actually untrained, it's not a very accurate use um, of our technology, if that makes sense. We don't want to be looking at heart rate zones because in a week or two, we're going to be in such a different place that, that the heart rate zones won't matter. And when we are highly trained and highly efficient and we're working on those tiny tweaks, that's when heart rate zones can come in. Or we've been training a few months, okay, now heart rate zones can come in. And we can talk about that later. But right now, let's pair it back to RPE, to rating of perceived exertion and literally how you are feeling in the moment of your run, of your walk run, and of your exercise. Because how it feels today is going to change so much to next week, is going to change so much to the week after that. We have to remember that when we're training and conditioning our bodies, they are going to have this moment of aha, and we're going to tip over into another phase. Now, the first adaptation that happens in exercise, in the exercise world, is neuromuscular. Now, this is all happening on the motor pathway side of things. It's learning new skills. So if you've been into the gym and you haven't been for a long time, the best this is the best and easiest way to explain it and you start to lift weights or you start to do something like a lunge, for example, and it feels like, whoa, super shaky, it's not smooth, there's there's funky things happening, maybe you're, you're tweaking and you're twisting at certain points in it, and it doesn't feel rhythmic. This is your nervous system and your neuromuscular system that is, is trying to connect and is trying to find that nice, smooth balance between how hard it should be working and how much it should be turning off in every little area of your body. It's similar to a child writing for the first time. Have you seen children write their name for the first time? Oh, it looks like chicken scratch. We, we celebrate it. We condone it, right? But there comes a time when that chicken scratch starts to turn, starts to become smooth. The A's look nice. The T's have a nice swoosh to them. And maybe, I don't even know if they're learning cursive these days in school, but things start to look more smooth and roly roly, right? So envision the same thing happening in your body. Now, if we were to start asking you to get into a certain heart rate zone when you're just starting out, that's, that's not going to cut it because things feel so much harder and it's time for us to actually be playing within that realm. Does this make sense? Are some pennies starting to drop? So let's go through RPE 1, so easiest on the spectrum, to RPE 10 and kind of what that looks like for us as runners and how I want you to think about it and how you can track it and implement it so it actually helps you when you're doing your runs, okay? So again, this Borg scale is to know, to track, to use your own intensities subjectively, okay? Subjectively, how it feels for you and effort-wise as it fluctuates with your own level of fitness over time, okay? So one out of 10, so Borg scale one in our running RPE scale, minimum effort, okay? Literally a walk in the park could be continuing this pace all day is how I like to say. So minimal effort, okay, is one out of 10. Number two on this running Borg scale, RPE scale, whatever I wanna call it now, light and easy, okay? Easy to maintain, light and gentle. 
you could probably maintain a conversation for a very long time. And if you were on the phone with someone whilst you were doing this level of light walking slash running, <laughs> if this really felt that easy for you, the person on the other end of the phone wouldn't even know you were out moving. They think you're just at home standing. Minus all the bird chirping in the background. And you know, you know, you catch up when I'm laying down. Pick it up, pick it up. Okay, number three on the RPE is comfortable pace. You're able to maintain conversation without getting out of breath, and that person on the phone could probably guess you're now moving your body. <laughs> Number four out of ten is comfortable but with a little effort. Okay, so there's a little more oomph in your step. You're able to speak with some sentences at a time without struggling, but now you're huffing it. You're starting to go. Number five on this scale, I like to say like a progressive pace push. So starting to take effort to maintain this pace now. You're still able to hold a conversation, but you'd probably choose not to. Like, it starts to tail off if you're walking or jogging with someone, whatever that pace is. Again, this is objective. That's why I don't want to really be saying you're running or you're walking, because what's a five for someone walking might be a five for someone that's jogging, okay? So if you're still able to hold a conversation, you'd probably choose not to. This is kind of where you're at, at the five out of ten, right? in the slap bang in the middle. Now, the number six is you're starting to huff and puff. You've got some labored breathing going on now. Realistically, you could probably run for about an hour or move for an hour at this intensity, but it would be challenging and a little uncomfortable. Seven out of 10 is what we class as vigorous movement. So short sentences only. <laughs> if someone was asking for directions, you'd be able to say, yes, go down that street, turn right. And then you'd be like, I don't want to speak for a little bit longer. It becomes uncomfortable, okay? Very quickly at seven out of 10. Requires constant effort to maintain this kind of pace and this kind of intensity. Number eight out of 10 is hard. Lots of focus. You got to really think about what you're doing. Two to, two to three words max. And now a great, if you've done running or you've done some simple run tests with me virtually or in person um, or with your own run coach, this is usually felt during like the Cooper run test. So a 12 minute run test, or if you're trying to PR a 5k. So if you're trying to get a really good time in a five kilometer race or run on your own, this is how hard it, it would potentially feel an eight out of 10. Now a nine, very hard, <laughs> very hard. We've reached, we've reached into labored breathing um, after just a few seconds, okay? So this is form focus. This is good for like a minute of interval work. So this is kind of where we think of, we wouldn't want to sustain it for anything longer than a minute. Um, and this is going to be huffing real hard, breathing really fast. 10, flat out. Okay, I want you to think the hardest move you've ever done. <laughs> we can all think of the ones in the gym, the burpees, um, the crazy box jumps, the intervals in HIIT training, the maximal effort that you could probably only sustain for like 20 to 30 seconds. That's where you're at in the 10 out of 10. We can all guess usually what a 10 is. It's, it's 100 or nothing. So those are your little intensity notifications for your rating of perceived exertion. Use them. I want you to use this. Save it in your phone on the Instagram post. I'll, I'll share the link below. Um, and record it. It's so easy to record. Easy to record a 6 out of 10 if you've done like a, a walk run for maybe 20 minutes. You can go, ooh, that felt like a 7 out of 10. Or you know what? You just had a really hard work day and you're doing a 20-minute workout at home. You can class that, again, whatever it feels because that is the truth. It is exactly what you subjectively are feeling 
and it's fluctuating with your own level of fitness over time, okay? So this is a nice thing to use, implement, have as you move forwards in your running life, in your fitness world, um, and it can be super, super simple. You can teach it to someone that you know, and yeah, have fun with progressing again on your own terms, keeping those blinders on. Don't be looking at what someone else finds hard and you're thinking, oh man, this is really hard for me. <laughs> we can stay in our lanes and get more achieved. So feel free to follow along. I'm on Instagram, as you know, at Excel Strength Conditioning. Find the post below that kind of goes over all these RPE scales. Save it. Send it to a friend if you don't think they know about it that started working out or started running because I guarantee this is going to be such a nice positive feedback for you when you look back at logs maybe three weeks ago and you go, wow, that's crazy. My five to ten minute walk run felt like 10 out of 10 and today it's feeling like this or today I'm feeling like this and I'm doing this much more with my movement. It's a healthy, healthy way for us to track and not get too caught up in the numbers, in the moment, in our heart rate zones and all the complicated, confusing stuff that can be out there. So stay calm, carry on. I am here for all of you and I hope you are having a wicked day. Talk to you guys soon. Bye.